0: Everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Fulfillment Podcast, where we discover a better you by breaking through in life, relationships, and finance. I'm your host, Josh, and on this episode, I want to welcome on a 23-year-old millionaire, a la casa, to pick his brain about what he's learned on his journey to get him to where he is today, Al is a serial entrepreneur, marketing strategist, copywriter, and a funnel builder. He has over four sales funnels that have produced over a million dollars in gross revenue each, and he is not even done. He's only 23 years old, and he actually lives in Morocco, so it's rather late in the day. But I just wanted to bring him on so we could pick his brain, and I wanted you guys to hear kind of what somebody in his life can do and accomplish so that you guys understand that it's very capable and very possible for you guys to do the same. So without further ado, Al Acosta, thanks for coming on to the show. Oh, thanks for having me. Of course. So break it down for us a little bit. Kind of tell us a little about a little bit about like who you are and what's kind of gotten you to where you're at today.
1: Got it. Okay. So let's start professionally. So I'm co-founder of a digital marketing agency and we help businesses we create digital marketing verticals for businesses, you know, all over the U.S. and all in many, many different industries. And we're doing about seven figures in the agency. It's a multi-million dollar agency. And we're going to help our clients produce a hundred million dollars in results this year. So that's the goal for 2021. I don't know when people are going to be listening to this, but that's for 2021. And our goal for growth for our own agency. Yeah. Thank you. Um, our goal for the growth of our own agency is about 10 million dollars this year so uh we're wrong face for that and Dang. uh exciting stuff so that's uh that that's that's the best summary for now been doing uh, uh digital marketing and, and and whatnot for about eight years now okay. and uh, met up with ben uh, about in 2017 we got connected wow. i had my own agency then and he was you know clients of mine back then Helped him with some marketing stuff, you know, made a million dollars together and uh, we started the agency not not, not, uh, not far after that. So
0: dang, that's impressive. So you, uh, was Ben kind of the first person you ended up partnering with when you started to kind of doing your media stuff?
1: So I had my own agency before, which uh-huh. I didn't have any partners there. I was, you know, doing pretty much everything by myself. I had a small team mm-hmm. of five people and now we have a team of 20 people. So yeah, Ben is pretty much my first business partner. Gotcha. Okay. Tell us back when this whole
0: thing started, what made you want to get into the advertising marketing space? What made you want to get into this sector of business?
1: Well, um, it was very organic. I got started with graphic design about about 11 years now. Wow. 11 years now. That's crazy, right? Yeah. How time time goes. 2010 I started learning about graphic design and then by 2012 or 13 I started making money from graphic design so I was like okay. oh this is cool you know I could you know I wasn't making that much money but it was it was interesting yeah. and um, I started learning more about SEO and you know a little bit of affiliate marketing just because I was curious about it
0: mm-hmm.
1: I got connected with some people that sell online courses about SEO and affiliate marketing and some niches that do that do affiliate marketing product launches back then when it was popular. Yeah, And um, I was buying the products or their courses because those were interesting. You know, the $7 reports here and there. I did their graphics for them. I worked with them inside their teams. I learned a lot from them. Those were, I guess, indirectly mentors of mine in marketing. So I learned how they were able to, you know, just create a product launch for a $7 report and that had a few upsells. And get a bunch of affiliates to promote it, and oh. you know get two, three, five, even ten thousand, you know, new customers in a week, and not even make all the money from there. Most of the money was made on the back end when they were running a a webinar to those ten thousand new customers the following week about a related product that was a higher ticket product that was more like a thousand or two thousand dollars. That's how they made their money. So dang. Kind of Yeah, that's kind of how I got my introduction into funnels and okay. uh, the power of, of a funnel, because that's pretty much a funnel. Yeah. To have somebody buy a $7 report and then upsell them on a few other items for like 37 97 maybe even $97 in the same sort of buying process. Mm. And then sign them up for a webinar that's happening one or two weeks later. And then on that webinar, which is a free webinar, sell them on a $1,000 or $2,000 product because now they're the most um, they're the most likely person in the world to buy your products or $1,000 product, because they just paid you. Okay. They might've paid you even a little bit more money than just the $7. And they might've bought multiple products in that funnel. So there's the recency, frequency and monetary sort of lead scoring way. And, um, that was interesting. So that's kind of how I got started there. And then it just developed into, I just, you know, started investing all my money that I made from graphic design and affiliate marketing and all that into, Mm -hmm. um, into online courses and coaching programs. And, you know, invested for, you know, I bought, you know, a thousand dollar courses, $10,000 coaching programs here and there to, to learn all this stuff. So dang, yeah, it's been a while.
0: What, uh, so, okay. So here's a good, good one for you. So I know when I first kind of like got into this realm, one of the conversations I had with my father was, I don't understand how people can monetize like followers and social and all that kind of stuff. And that's very much, I think coming from our mindset, from that middle-class mindset of like, you go to a nine to five job, you work there for your 40 years old until you're 65, then you retire. And then you get old just on the 401k you put away and that's life. Mm but there's so many different ways to monetize things that we don't even realize, but you seem to figure that out pretty young. Like what advice would you have for somebody that's trying to get out of that place and trying to figure, like they know there's something more out there, but maybe they don't know where to start. What's something you would say, like explore this opportunity or do this?
1: Sure. So I would say develop skills. Okay. get paid based on the value that you provide to the world, right? Mm-hmm. So if you want to, if it's a financial goal, you know, you want to work on your skills. So the number one skill that you want to work on is sales and marketing. So if you can figure out sales and marketing, you can, you know, you're, you're, you'll never be hungry again. I guess that's the promise. Yeah. Okay. Uh, guaranteed. Um, so you want to work on those skills. That's going to be the the biggest advice to give to anybody that's just getting started in business or in life in general, when it comes to financials or business, you know, that's, those are the biggest skills you want to mm-hmm. develop. And you want to surround yourself with the right people, of course, you know, Ooh, yeah, right. Your environment, your yeah. tribe, your vibe, or whatever that quote is. Yep. Um, and um, you want to start with baby steps. You know, you're not going to become a multi-trillionaire in one year. You know, you want to have a realistic uh, yeah. timeline for your, your journey and your success. You know, not, there's no such thing as get rich quick. You know, it, it took me, you know, eight years to build a, seven figure business. Right. And dang. Okay. It's, it's still going right. And this year we want to do eight figures. So we'll see, we'll see how that will will roll out. So it takes time, definitely takes time to, to get this rolling. Um, But yeah, just have realistic expectations, get some good skills, you know, I would say sales and marketing um, invest in yourself, invest in your education, invest in your personal brand, invest in, you know, any courses or coaching programs, um, I have a, a little bit of a controversial opinion. Okay, serious. Um, a lot of people think that you know online courses and you know coaching programs are more like scams, and they're like, you yeah, know, I don't know if this, if this is worth my money. I get a lot of messages from like close friends of mine. They're like, hey, I saw this course from Ty Lopez. I don't know if I trust this. You know, I sh- is it worth the money? And I'm like, it's seven dollars, right? <laughs> dollars. <laughs> I've spent a lot more money on, on 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 courses and stuff like that. And when I didn't have the money, right, that, that was yeah. all the money I had. I put I put in I put all of it into it when I was learning because, you know, people would go to college for three, five, you know, seven years and would spend you know multiple five or six figures on it yeah. to God. Get, get a good job. And you don't want to invest seven bucks into your own education to elevate your skills and and your mindset and put yourself in a better environment. I mean, that's, that's ridiculous. So I think uh, whenever I see a course, that's somewhat interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, I just buy it like right out of the gate. I used to be, you know, a lot more active this way uh, in the last few years. I've been doing that less a little bit uh, because the the business has been growing super fast and been a little bit more busy. But when I was in that learning phase, whatever seemed interesting, I would just put the money there because, Whatever you invest in yourself, you can't lose that investment, right? Mm-hmm. If you put 10 grand in Bitcoin right now, and this Bitcoin is like $56,000, I believe right now, 52, whatever it is, it might go up, it might go down, you know, it might go to zero, I don't know, it might go to 500K, but there is potential of losing your capital, right? And, you know, Warren yeah. Buffett says, rule number one, never lose money. Rule number two, look at rule number one, right? Yeah, so, yeah. The investment where you can't lose money is to invest it in yourself, right? Either, dang, it's so true. Yeah, in the courses, coaching programs, or in your personal brand, like Josh talks about, you know, building your following, building your, your, uh, your either your podcast or your Instagram or whatever it is. If you mm-hmm. have a way to monetize that, feel free to stop me whenever, <laughs>
0: whenever you want. No, that's that's good because I think there's a lot to be said um, when you're trying to figure out like that breakthrough moment or what it is that like is holding you back. And I always, I talk about like this middle-class mindset all the time, but it's this mindset of, I think the, the hardest one to break out of to get to the wealthy is, is the middle-class because in the middle-class you're comfortable. You have, you have a good job, you have something steady. It's not going to get you rich, but it'll get you just to kind of be comfortable and stay where you're at. And that's like, we know with anything, right. relationships or whatever, if you're comfortable, you're not happy, but if you're just comfortable, you're going to stay there for the rest of your life. And it's impossible to leave. and It's impossible to break out of. So If you have the same thing in business or in life, you're never going to get there. And I've, I've been told the same thing when you talk about scams and and business classes and stuff. Cause I, uh, I went, ended up how I ended up meeting you guys through, you know, Ben and somebody that knew Ben and stuff. Um, I went and dropped 10 grand when I didn't have 10 grand to drop. I spent 10 grand to go see Grant Cardone up in Denver and, uh, for the weekend. So I spent two days at a mastermind with Grant Cardone and like 20 other, obviously millionaires, in the same room. But I mean, the connections that I made from doing that was powerful. I mean, just people I never would have met unless I'd done something like that. And I remember being asked, like, just be careful of those scams out there. Be careful, you know, throwing your money away at people that just want to take it and run. Because I think what happens is a lot of people in the middle class see those opportunities. You spend that money and they're like, oh, you got had because they didn't give you anything tangible. They just gave you knowledge. They gave you the experience. They gave you the, the network and the community and the environment. And if you're of the poorer middle class, I don't think you see that as a tangible thing. But if you're wealthy, that's the most valuable thing. If you're if you're thinking that right, right, if you're in that wealthy mindset, that's how you're thinking. So I think there's a lot of power behind when you say that, like people always talk about the scams or like those middle class people like I get it. It's hard. It's really, really hard to break out of that, and and I really struggle. I, I think I still struggle when I don't see things coming in and stuff not working. You know, I'm I'm still like, man, is this is this gonna work? You know, sitting here scratching my head. But I think you just have to have faith, and you got to like trust people, and you got to keep working. And I've I at least feel if you don't give up, you're gonna be successful.
1: Absolutely right. G- <laughs> that's a great that's a great thing to end on. Uh, Jay Z famously said, "The genius thing we did was we never gave up." right like yeah. that, that that's the ultimate thing like never never giving up because most people when they face you know a difficulty in business or in relationships or in health and they miss yep. you know they miss one class you know their their gym class or their, their pilates class or whatever and then they miss the second one and then it's the third one and then they're like you know this is not working i'm not seeing the results they just they just pretty much give up but you know the success comes from it's the long-term, right? It's consistent mm-hmm. effort every single day for a long period of time. You know, it's it takes years. There's no such thing as quick results, whether that's in health or in relationships or in, in you know, in getting rich. Yeah. It's all a muscle and it takes time to build, right? Right. Um, and it's it's good that you invested $10,000 into that Grant Cardone Mastermind because, you know, it's, it's environment, right? Putting mm-hmm. yourself in the right environment is crucial and that's how you push yourself to to the top because we're social creatures right
0: yeah also, yeah you're right
1: we're always comparing ourselves to our peers people that we see on social media we were comparing ourselves to you know maybe our family members people that you're around, that you surround yourself by, whether that's, you know, physical in-person or virtual via these Zoom meetings that, that I'm doing with Josh right now, or these podcasts that you're listening to, or people that you are friends with on Facebook or people that you follow on Instagram, these are all influences on how you think and on your results. And if I, and it was funny because I did this exercise about a month ago with a friend of mine yeah. and we're like, okay. So there's a quote by you know Napoleon Hill or whatever whoever said it. He said, "Yeah, Zig Ziglar, you are the average of the five people that you hang around with most." Right. Yep. So I was like, okay, let's let's try this out. Let's do an exercise. Okay. So where are the what's what are the top life buckets? Right. There's money. There's work ethic. There's um, health. There's relationships. There's you know fitness, family. We wrote down like six or seven different buckets. Okay. And And we were like, okay, we're going to list down our top people that we hang around with. And I basically looked out at my my WhatsApp and my contacts. I looked at who do I talk to the most, who do I interact with the most. And I was like, let's let's try this out. I'm going to see if it's true, if it's, you know, it's the average of these five or seven people, I believe that I had on my top contacts, right? And we did that. So I went through health and I was like, okay, um, let's see. This person's pretty fit. This person is not that fit. This person's fat. This person's <laughs> not very fit. This person's yeah. fit. So I went through the whole thing in health and I was like, "Okay, I'm I'm actually pretty average here. Like I'm not as fit as I thought I was, right?" And then okay. when I was looking back, yeah, when I was looking at the people I started hanging around with, um just looking at the last three, six months, you know, I was hanging out with some people that were not in the best shape of, of, of their lives. And I I noticed magically, I was going to the gym less, I was eating more hmm. carbs, I was I gained a little bit of weight, right. And I'm not, yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm usually fit, right. And that was because that was my tribe, right. And I looked at every single part of my life, finances, work ethic, how much I spend time with my family my relationship with my family, it was literally the average of those five people or actually seven people that I hung around with the most, that communicated with the most. Really? So when you go and push yourself out of your comfort zone and you invest 5,000, 10,000, whatever you invest, yeah. maybe just in a Facebook group, right? For free. And you put yourself in an environment of people that want to achieve more or that have achieved more, people that want to help you, people that want to help each other, people that want to grow to the next level. That helps you break out of the status quo, where you're at right now, the average of your friends, the average people that you're hanging on with and go to the next level, right? And this is on all levels, right? So I have a friend who um, has a also a marketing agency and in one year, in last year, he did over $2 million net profit, right? Crazy. Wow. Crazy. Wow. crazy. And he's just, uh, he's just 26 so he has three or four million dollars right in his net worth right now that is mostly liquid right wow and after doing two million dollars last year that was his biggest year ever it just blew up right just blew awesome. up um last year after doing that for the last six or eight months he's just been slacking off right he's just been you know traveling here and doing this and doing that and not doing huh. that much and I was like, last last week, I, I was uh, just driving around with him, just seeing some apartments because he wants to invest in some apartments to create some you know cash flow, and that's yeah. important. You, know? you want to work to create a business that gives you cash flow, gives you a lot of cash, so you can invest it to create passive income, because that's mm-hmm. really the goal: of financial freedom. A good reminder of that, and Josh is a great example of that. <laughs> um, but I was I was driving with him, and I was like, dude, you're you're you're, you're traveling to he wants to travel to another country right now. Uh, he's gonna get the vaccine or whatever <laughs> and i was like you haven't worked in in, in multiple months and he's like yeah i know what i know what's happening with me i was like you know what you know why it's because you don't know other people you don't have anybody in your circle that has 10 million dollars that has 15 yeah. that has 20 Dang. million dollars you're comfortable because everybody around you
0: yeah is- it's lower."
1: Huh. The same or lower is you're the average of the people you hang around with and you're feeling super good about yourself. That's his comfort zone, right? Yeah. At $2 million $3 million in net worth. So it's always a game of challenging yourself to go to the next level. Right. And some people might say, you know, hmm. when is what, what's enough, right? Like when is enough enough? Yeah. Right? Is $4 million enough, right? And for a lot of people, yes, you know, $4 million could be enough, but life is about growth right? Mm-hmm. If you're not growing, you're dying. And if you're not yeah. increasing your levels of success in whatever you're doing, and you're not pushing yourself to the next level, you're just going to feel crappy about yourself, right? You know, what, what yeah. are you going to do? Eat ice cream and watch Netflix all day? and <laughs> I, I don't know. Travel yeah. To product destinations, like how long is that going to last? Right? Right. You know, one day you might want to, if you're doing travel, you know, a lot of people do, start doing that, and start doing travel. They're like, oh, now I want to start a travel vlog, right? Because they want to feel mm-hmm. productive. Feeling productive and that you're make, doing something and, and moving forward and progressing is a very important need that we have as humans. So, again, going back to the main point, which is environment, environment is key, environment is everything. And um, the caveat to this or the, the 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 negative to this is some people, when they hear this, they're like, okay, I'm gonna cut out my friends, I'm gonna cut out my family, mom, right? You. you know, like, yeah. like, they're like, I'm not gonna hang with anybody that I know anymore which is not the right way to do it, right? Some people might be saying, how do I do this, right? Like, how do I get into a better environment? And the key to that is not cutting out people necessarily out of your circle right now. Mm -hmm. It's just setting goals that you are clear on, like, hey, this year, I'm making, I don't know, I'm making 40, 50 grand a year, I'm unemployed, I'm whatever. And like, next year, I want to make 50% more, or I want to double that or whatever. So being clear on what you want and then setting priorities in your schedule so that you prioritize yourself working on that goal. Mm-hmm. And just by doing that, you will have less time to hang out with other people, right? Yeah. So if your friend is like, hey, we're going out to this bar, whatever, Super Bowl party. I mean, you can't miss Super Bowl party, but... <laughs> 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 so you're know, they're like... just, just chilling. Are you joining? Whatever. You, you'll just be like, Hey, sorry, I have something going on right now. I I can't join. And then if you do that two, three, four times, they're going to get the message that, Hey, Josh is busy. Allah is busy. You know, you're not, you don't want to cut them out necessarily. You don't want to be hanging out with them every single day. You want to be dedicating your time to working on your, on your goals. And then, you know, they fit in during the allowed time for, for friends, you know, you know, that's, that's how that works. And then once you are making moves, once you are progressing, once you are going to the next level in your journey, you're going to start getting some attention, right? Yeah. You're getting attention from the right people. Right. And that's why, you know, maybe posting on, on social media and personal brand, that's, that's important to have that out there. Um, and that's how you make connections. I've, I've made a lot of connections from, from Facebook, uh, especially because I'm, I'm more into Facebook, not into Instagram and all of that. Yeah. Okay. But people that work, uh, higher, um, just making a lot more money than I was, you know, and eventually I got there, you know, by, by getting into that network, you know, and once you are taking action, that's how you get to connect with other people and with people at a higher level, because a lot of people think I want to network people that are at a higher level, but, you know, you know, why are they going to hang out with me? Right. Yeah, like, I exactly. I don't have anything to offer, but you do have a lot to offer if you're moving forward if you're moving forward, you have momentum, you have passion, you have excitement, you have energy. Like people love that. People love that excitement. And yeah. They love being associated with that, right? right. Even though they're a hundred times farther than, than you are or, or whatever, they want to be around that energy. So if you can bring that to the table, that's that's great. So that that's very, very important. Environment is super important.
0: Yeah, you make a good point. I I kind of always say, so like I wouldn't say I'm in the dating scene, but I'm definitely like not seeing anybody. So I I just, I'm in a place now where I'm like super comfortable being alone. And I think it's like for the good, right. Kind of like where you're at, I'm sure. Right. Where you just, you want to focus on yourself and you want to like build your, your personal brand and your business and you want to just do these things. And like the right person will come along when it's time. But other than that, like let's focus on me and just do my thing. So Mm -hmm. when you talk about, um, Dedicating time and spending time and stuff with with different people and the groups that you have and all that kind of stuff like it makes it makes a lot of sense because I think in a relationship you will if you are somebody that gives value to the other person you, you like you said you motivate them you bring them up you make them a better person if you do that that person's never going to want to leave you like they will fall further and further and further in love with you because you're continuing to improve them you're continuing to make them better you're continuing to make them like feel good about themselves like you're helping them become. better version of themselves. And they're only going to like respond positively to that. And then they're going to hopefully like reciprocate those things. And if you're around good energy people, like you're going to end up doing that. And that's, that's the same thing. Like when I'm around you and Ben and like all these other people, right. The people I know from 10X community and all this, when I'm around this group of people, just, it's a different mood, right? It's a really different vibe than when I'm with like maybe old friends from high school or, you know, people that I just were in the army and stuff. Like when I'm around those people, I feel differently than I'm with this group. I'm like, we're going to the fucking moon and back, you know, we're going to, we're going to make it. So it's, I agree. I think that's, you make a super good point, like providing value, making somebody else a better person is going to create that same thing for you too. That's Absolutely. cool.
1: Absolutely. There's two great points there that, that I want to develop on. Um, number one is identity. Your, your group, your, your, the circle that you're hanging around with yeah. the they have expectations for what they expect you to be right so if i right. look at this as an example my, my team right now in the business right they look at me mm. as a leader so i have to behave a certain way as i'm a role model for for these people right yeah so that helps you shape your identity in a certain way that helps you achieve your goals right right if you look at your friends that you know you've gone to high school or college or university or whatever with you know they might not see you know the Josh or the Alad is gonna do, you know, millions of dollars in sales. Gonna be a great, you right. know, real estate investor. All, all these things. They're like, oh, you know, Josh. You know, we used to hang out. You know, we we did, we did chemistry together or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's just Josh. Um, But when you're in like a business circle, right? Everybody's like, hey, I'm doing seven. I'm doing six. I'm doing eight figures. I'm doing this. And everybody's like, okay, it's kind of like a game. Like who's gonna get to nine first, or you know, right. who's you faster who has this cool business strategy with this, this great marketing strategy or this great hiring strategy or whatever yep. uh, it's a different identity like hey we're here to help elevate each other up and that's not to say that in business circles they're not there are no toxic business circles right there's there's plenty of those you know you want to be with in a good circle mm-hmm. um that, that's not hating nobody's you know like looking at you know lots of I, I've been a part of business circles in the past where everybody was just like, oh, look at this guy. Like, they would look at the top three people and like criticize everything they're doing. Oh, look at this guy. Oh, he thinks he's so important. Dang, oh, look, really? this. this is terrible. Oh, how could he sell that? Oh, like, that's not the right type of vibe you want to associate nah. with. And you want to be around people that are positive, that are lifting people up. So, you know, they set your identity in a certain way. Right. Yep. Number two is providing value. As you said, providing value. One of the best books on that is called the go giver. Yeah. Okay. The go giver. It's not the go getter. It's the go giver. Yeah. Uh, it's a book. I believe it's a hundred ish, 120 pages. You can read the whole thing in a week yeah. and it's a really easy read. So if you've never read a book in your life, I'll probably start with that. Really good book, really good book. Right. And okay. I started I, I learned, I love to read, you know, I, I consume a lot of information and I consume a lot of, you know, personal development, business, marketing strategy, um, you know, relationships, health, like I consume yeah. a lot of information through books, through podcasts, through all of that. And how I started to read is by reading things that I liked, right? Mm-hmm. And it was actually through developing two or three key friendships and connections back, um, I believe, eight years ago mm-hmm. that loved to read and then I was looking at them. Oh, these guys love to read. Oh, this guy just finished like an 800-page 800, 800 book. And, you know, this girl finished like a 600-page book. These are like super cool people. I want to be like them. Okay, I'm going to start reading too. Picked up uh, a 200-page book. It was, this, this is super, this is super embarrassing. Um, I believe it was <laughs> The Fault in Our Stars by John John Green. Okay. Oh, that's the movie, right? Yeah. Uh, based off of that so for whatever reason i picked up that book i mean eight eight or nine years ago and then i devoured the whole book because i liked the style of of writing and because i was following john green on on youtube back then a a youtube channel and uh that's how i got into reading right i you want to read what you like until you like reading right just that that's a very good skill because leaders are readers right you're never going to find somebody successful who doesn't read who doesn't learn who doesn't immerse themselves into into new information, into new perspectives, into yeah. new things. So um the point is you want to associate yourself with the right people and to associate yourself with the right people, you have to be a giver, right? You have to provide value, give attention, give your time. You know, it's it's not about win-win. Win-win is is always if you're thinking win-win. Uh, you're always thinking about, okay, I gave them this, then they're going to give me this, right? It's always I'm keeping track. Like you want to stop keeping track, right? That's how you build. That's how you network, right? Huh. That's how you build connections. Yeah. Stop keeping track. You want to, these are all key concepts in, in the book, which I highly recommend everybody get right now. Um, and it's, it's like a seven-day course almost. It's like seven days each day. You. Okay you're assigned, you're assigned a little bit of homework and you want to apply the concepts there, but it's a really, really good book for, for networking. That's uh, highly, highly underrated.
0: Interesting. Okay. I know I've read it, but, uh, I think it was one of those reading assignment things. So obviously when you're assigned to do something, you don't like take it as much as when you yeah. just decide. So I'll have to go back through and reread it, but I mean, you make a, you make a good point there. Okay. I'll have to go through and check that out. Um, I wanted to touch on one of the points you made a little earlier about not cutting out like family and friends necessarily, because you, you don't want to completely cut things off, but you definitely want to almost prioritize yourself, right? Prioritize your growth because that's what's most important. Um, I think this is where I struggle a good amount, but uh, right now I actually am fighting with, I was supposed to leave to go home today because my uh, my dad and my uncles and the the guy cousins and stuff are back in Michigan and they're all going ice fishing this weekend. So it's like a big fishing camp kind of thing where everybody just goes, drinks beer, sits on the ice, you know, just talks and stuff and has a good time. So, uh, it's, it's like an 18 hour drive. Like it's a $600 plane taker or an 800, 1800 drive, you know, to go back home mm-hmm. and then another four hours to drive up to the lake that they're actually like fishing on. So it's a lot of time. Right. And I could take my computer and I can work and stuff from there, but uh, we just bought a house, so I'm trying to like furnish the home, get stuff painted, get everything in, get it listed, photography taken, like get stuff running so I can start turning a profit as quickly as possible. So um, I guess I'm struggling with the point of not being there because I feel like there's you're running out of time in life. And and some people that you have relationships with that you could go do events with right now probably aren't going to be in the greatest health, you know, in time, you know, as the years go on and stuff. So I, I'm struggling with that personal piece of wanting to be around people uh, that I'm, you know, that are dear to me, but at the same time, I know they're not gonna be around forever. Or do I continue to grow my brand? Because I know when I go do that thing, I'm not going to be surrounding myself with the people that are thinking at the caliber that I want to be. So it's like, it's like this, this tough piece, you know, it's like, man, what do I do?
1: so it's it's um it's an interesting one it's an interesting one i'm not going to give you a direct answer but you know i'm just going to give you some maybe some 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 frameworks of how i would think about this the first framework i my mind immediately went to is sacrifice right you have mm. to give up something to get something right right i you know in my first seven or even eight years i've sacrificed a lot of family time right right uh, oh. you know with my extended family right and not my, not my yeah. close family uh because i personally believe that like your close family, you want to hang out, to, you want to hang on to them as much as you can, you want to keep mm-hmm. that relationship as strong as it could, because, you know, the business, the money, the whatever, everybody else, nothing matters as much as your family. That's, that's the only thing that I believe you have in life. Yeah. And you want to preserve that, you know, at, to me, family, family is number one, right? And then business is number two, then everything, everything else falls under that. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, is it depends on? I mean, it's a lot of time, so you want to make sure that you you want to optimize the way you spend that time, right? So instead of driving maybe eighteen hours, you, you take the plane instead because you know you can you'll get the money back, but you won't get the time back. True. So instead of spending driving eighteen hours, maybe the plane ticket is like four hours or the, the plane ride is like yeah, four, it's a couple hours, yeah, couple hours. So you know you've saved there a day's worth of of driving. So mm-hmm. that's a day that you can spend working um and the other thing is when you're with people that you love that you care about that you appreciate in your life whether that's friends or family or whoever and you know that they're not doing well financially or in, the, in their health or whatever and you want to do better financially or in your health or, or whatever you want to talk to them about everything but that okay hmm. so there's no harm with spending time with them and talking about the Super Bowl or sports or the news or even politics, if that's fun for you or whatever else, except for that topic, because everything else doesn't really matter. All the other topics that you're not looking to grow in don't really matter that much. But what you do want to grow in, you don't want to get any of their limiting beliefs or experiences, experiences or, you know. Yeah. Anything that's negative imprinted in you, wow, because you're you're talking with them about that, right? So right. let's say I go with a, I go meet up meet up with a friend from you know high school or, or college or whatever, and I know that they're not at that mindset of you know business or or, or success or, or or financial stuff or whatever, but they're really good at let's say bodybuilding, right? At fitness the whole conversation is going to be like, oh, I got this whole, this protein shake and this is what's happening. And this is my new workout. And I just signed up for this gym and, and whatever. It's, the whole thing is going to be about fitness. It's going to be maybe about relationships. It's going to be gotcha. about everything. But except if they ask me like, hey, I see that you're doing well in your business. What, what do you think I should do? Right. Mm-hmm. And then I would give them that advice and I would just stop there. Right. You know, if they want more advice, I would give them more advice. But unless they ask you about that specific uh, about that specific um, uh, domain topic. Yeah. topic, and you're actually successful at it already, I wouldn't talk about it. And if they do ask you about it, and you haven't seen success there, and you're just starting a project, like starting a new business or starting a new diet or starting a new you know a new new, act, new type of exercise something like that,
0: yeah,
1: I I wouldn't talk about it if it's just getting started. I would keep it to yourself. You know, I would not yeah. mention it to anybody else because once you get the idea out there it's, it's going to be polluted, right? You want to only talk to the right people about that. Right. It's true. Um, So that's, that's kind of how I deal with that. And, you know, it's a work in progress, you know, I'm still figuring it out, but I, this, this works pretty well over the last few years.
0: Yeah, that's true. The, The part about taking on like limiting beliefs, I think, um, when I, when I first started this early 2020, um, There was, there was a lot of things that I was doing in my life to kind of go to the next level, right? I was, I was getting out of uh, a relationship and I was going, I was getting out of a job too at the same time. And I was really going all in on like, okay, let's make this thing work. Uh, I invested in building like YouTube channels for passive income. I had real estate for passive income. I started this business. Uh, There's just a lot of things, right? But a lot of people don't understand that, especially like people in my family don't understand half of these things. So I really like I I kind of subconsciously did what you talked about and just kind of kept it to myself and didn't really share it with anybody because I know if I would, they'd be like, Why are you wasting your money on that? You spent how much money? You did what? Like, what a waste. Can you get your money? But you know, like they would start talking that way and it would just further deteriorate what you're doing. Cause like I was super faithful, right? I, I, I have faith that this is gonna work. I have faith that these things are gonna come through. You just gotta stick through and you gotta learn what you gotta learn and it'll it'll work itself out in the end as long as you don't give up, right? You're in that trough of sorrow. Yep. But um, but if you keep pushing through, it's gonna happen. The, the problem is, is you'll end up, you'll stay in that trough, I think, if you communicate with people that don't understand exactly what you're doing,
1: right? Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. So if you're getting started and you're talking with people that don't have what you want, don't talk to them about you yeah. know not getting what you want, right? Like you're only gonna if you get advice from somebody, right? Like if you get advice from somebody about you know health and they're overweight, they never worked out. Um, that's not the right person to get advice from because they're only gonna give you advice that got them to where they're they're at, and it might yeah. be lots of advice that's like, hey, you want to do your diet and exercise or whatever. But in the middle there, there is a limiting belief for just to just a way of saying things or just a little sentence that they say, that's that's the whole reason why they're not in the, in the level that they're at. So you're going to get the same result, basically. You're, you don't want to ever get health advice from an unhealthy person.
0: Mm-hmm. Never
1: get financial advice from somebody who doesn't have their finances together. Get your financial advice from people that have their finances together. Don't get, you know, relationship advice from people that have ter- a record of terrible relationships, right? Get it from mm-hmm. people that have a healthy relationship. That's... You know they're they're happy and, and it's working and it's successful and don't get it from me. You know, I, I, I don't have that record, right. I don't, yeah. I'm not gonna say that I had bad relationships, but you know, I'm not the right person to ask for that because right now in my chapter of life, right now, I'm focused on this, on, on business yep. and on marketing and, and sales and helping my clients and all of that. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know you want to ask the right people about their opinions and it's very valuable to get feedback from other people about what you're trying to do, but just get it from the right people. Right. Yeah. And the wrong people, whether you love them or you don't. If you love them, keep it to yourself, and you know talk to them about everything else but that. Um, but I think I think that's very very important.
0: Yeah, I uh, I think so. One of the guy that I really like listening to is Jason Capital, and I think he's got a lot of uh, really good kind of like interior advice. Not not so much like business. I mean, he he's super successful, but I like his more like personal advice, the stuff that like is the personal growth. And his advice was like don't, you don't have to cut out family. You don't have to cut out friends. You don't have to cut those people out, but like you're going to go into iMovie and edit a movie and, and do the clipping and shorten it up and find the sweet spots and stuff and crop everything. Do that with the time you spend with them. Find the time where they're in their, they're in their, like their high vibrational state or they're, they're like really positive. Find what they're good at and passionate about. Spend the time with them when they're in that state. And then when they're doing whatever else that doesn't match that, then move on. And I think that's like, cause you, you said that you're like, you gotta find when people are are in their zone and they're doing the good thing, that's when you focus with them. And when it's anything else, steer away because you don't I think what you said like hit me and, and that's what I'm taking away from that part is you don't wanna take their like limiting
1: beliefs. Exactly. Yeah, no. exactly. And everybody is passionate about something, right? Right. Even if somebody's like super lazy and they play video games all day, they love video games, like talking about video yeah. games. World of Warcraft or LOL, League of Legends or whatever. like talked about that. They're gonna give you such high energy, and energy is contagious, right? Yeah. If I have great energy, Josh is gonna have great energy. If Josh has great energy, I'm gonna have great energy. If I'm speaking like I'm, a friend, I'm speak <laughs> everything, and Josh is gonna be like, Yeah, should have ended this thirty five. Yeah. <laughs> you get super
0: so- depressed and everything. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So you want to talk about people with people about what they love, right? And mm-hmm. I 100% guarantee everybody loves something. And if you talk to them about that, whether that's quantum physics or a video <laughs> game or business or relationships or fitness or yep. doing hair or makeup, talk to them about that. What makes them excited, you know? And you want to think about it from. A givers perspective right like don't talk yeah. about like hey i have this business thing or this 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 relationship thing that i'm getting started and you're talking to them and you know that they're, they're bad at their relationships so you want don't want to get the right the wrong advice you want to talk to them about what makes them excited not what makes you excited necessarily right
0: yes yes they're so okay so this is an interesting transition but we, we, we briefly touched on relationships, but I, my, my thing, my advice for anybody that's going into a relationship, I've talked about this before in a few episodes, but talk about like going on a date and we talk about having fun on the date. And I think if you're, if you're going to talk with somebody else, if you're going on a date with a girl and you want to sit down and you want to have like a conversation or whatever, you never have a bad time when people are inquiring about you. Like if, if you're asking about me and I'm trying and you're trying to learn about me and I'm getting to tell you all my story and stuff, I'm going to have a great time. I'm going to have a fantastic time because it seems like you're interested. So we're talking and like, and you're just super curious. So it's great for me. Now, if I never ask anything back, you're going to be like, okay, that was kind of a dud. Right? You're going to be like, uh, whatever, unless you're super interested. But generally, unless anybody's going to ask questions about you or get to know you, you're kind of like, eh, okay. So my advice with like relationships, and I think it's on the same page. Is like get to know the other person. Ask questions about the other person. If they really want to get to know you, they're gonna stop you at some point and they're gonna be like, okay, now you tell me about you, or they're gonna ask, you know, what what do you like to do? Or what how are you close with family or why are you single? You know, they're gonna they're gonna try and get to know you and and ask some questions back if they're if they're actually genuinely interested. So I think that's like that's my biggest advice on how do you know if somebody's interested in you and how do you know if like this is somebody you want to spend time with. I think that translates now, not only into business, but into relationships too.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, you know, somebody said, if you want to be interesting, you have to be interested. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely ask questions. And this is Dale Carnegie 101, by the way, How to Win Friends and Influence People. That's a foundational book that like everybody should be reading, you know, in in kindergarten. Like that's, those are some really good tactics and ways to get so to make friends and influence people, basically, it's a really it's good, thing. super super basic. And that's one of the tactics, Um, you know, and you want to, that, that's a very good point. You want to ask them questions about who they are and all of that. But you also want to, I'm going to add, I'm, expand on your point. You also want to comment on what they're saying and relate to it. Like if I say, to Josh, hey, you're starting. You, what's what's happening with your business? And he's going to tell me, hey, I'm running these Facebook ads, and this is what's working, and all that. I'm going to yeah. be like, oh, that's cool. I also I'm running Facebook ads. I'm also doing this with my business, and here's how this works. And he's gonna be like, really? Okay, let's talk about that. So now I found the point of common ground of established yeah. rapport. Now I know that whenever I talk with Josh, we can talk about Facebook ads, right? Right. And, Maybe I'm going to ask him about my, about his family or, you know, his hobbies or something like that. And then Josh is going to tell me that he likes, you know, ski boarding, right? Yeah. You know, on the show, right. And I'm going to be like, Oh, I never did that. I never tried that before. How does that work? And then Josh is going to have fun explaining how that works to me. Right. And he's going to be like, you know, you ever want to come to Colorado and ski board together? I'll be like, of course, let's do oh, yeah. that. Right. Now That's I have
0: right. an
1: idea. Yeah. Now I have an idea for an activity that I can do with Josh and if you think about what you remember throughout your whole life, mm-hmm. it's not the daily grind of working. It's not the daily communication with your spouse or your husband or, or, or wife or whatever, or, 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 you know, the other, your significant <laughs> other. It's, it's the, the moments, the impactful moments that you experience together where there's a challenge together. Right. Yeah. So if you want to build a connection, a real connection with somebody and create memories, you want to, organize the time that you spend together and try to do as many activities as possible together where there's a possibility of things kind of going wrong, right? So how how people build connections with each other is they go through highs and lows. If it's only highs, it's boring. If It's only lows. It's depressing. You get out of it, but it's highs and lows. So whatever going on a date if you're going if you're gonna if you want to build an experience with if you want to build a relationship with somebody you want to create these environments where you can do something challenging together that where you know good things will happen you know quote bad things will happen where you go through the ups and downs and that's how you build really really good memories and you build a really good connection with people and that's a really good tip when it comes to you know making connections to people but also good tip when it comes to storytelling right so if you watch a Disney movie and it's all happy go lucky and there's no challenge there's no struggle like you're like this is boring i know that they lived happily ever after (laughs) now what right but no you want you want to you want the the hero to go through the hero's journey if you look that up the hero's journey Mm -hmm. is you know start a new a new venture and then you think oh this is amazing and then you figure out it's a lot harder than you think. And then you go through the trough of sorrow and then you find a mentor or whatever. And then you think it's going to start working and you try something and it kind of fails. It doesn't work. And then you're like, Oh, this sucks. I knew it wouldn't have worked anyways. And then you try something else and then it works a little bit better. And then you try something else and it works a little bit better. And that's when you get to success. That's kind of the yeah. hero's journey arc of storytelling. We use that in, you know, in our copywriting, our marketing, our webinars, Yeah, like everything that we do in our ads and that's just how our brains are wired right Mm -hmm. that's just how we think as human beings we think in stories and every story needs to have a struggle it needs to have the problem you know the challenge so if you want to create memories of people you have to do that
0: that's true i think uh like i know uh russell brunson talks about he he's big on like frameworks and stories and that's how you like you can get a point across when you can tell a story about it and mm-hmm. people like can relate to that story so they they understand the message and i've noticed too especially more on like marketing but i've noticed like the more authentic you are the more real you are the more people like love it the more they connect with you the more they understand you the more they want to follow you like i i always thought and this is again like middle-class stuff, but like, I always thought like what I have is nothing unique. It's nothing special. Nobody cares. Nobody wants to know, but now I'm out here like, Hey, I, I was married and divorced. I found love and I lost it. I started, you know, I was in the army and it was great. And then like, you know, I got super depressed and like, like I did all these wonderful things and then, you know, was in a high and then a low, like I went through these things and people are like, dude, like I can relate to you. You know, I, I can, I can understand what you get and they, they feel more connected more real. And I, I think that's even true. Like people I know, I mean, like, I, I, know like Russell Brunson, the, I, before I knew who he was before I knew his story, I was like, uh, eh, you know, whatever. But then I learned he, he was a wrestler in college and then he tried to, you know, find some job or find money and like, couldn't, couldn't figure it out. And he was getting smoked with, you know, trying to start his online business back know in the dot-com bubble and stuff like he was learning these things and then lost a lot of stuff and then sold his potato gun thing you know and like started his journey and now it's like i can relate a little bit more to him and i understand him a little bit better you know and i think that's like anybody i think once you learn their story grant cardone ben you you know anybody once you learn kind of like the story of the individual and you realize they're human just like you're human you connect a lot closer with that person
1: yeah absolutely absolutely
0: I, i think like I'm kind of learning the more I learn about marketing, the more I think marketers are like the best people for relationships, like people in the marketing world, I think understand relationships and like love so much more because really marketing is finding a connection. It's finding a way for your avatar to connect with whatever it is your product or service is with yourself, right? And it's it's about using stories and it's about communicating properly and it's about connecting properly and building relationships and taking them through highs and lows and all this stuff. And I, it's funny, like, as you're talking to that, I'm like, huh, I think that that makes like, I'm like, I feel like girls would be all over all the like, they just, they would be always (laughs) trying to date and everything, like just approaching you like crazy. So I'm like, dang, like marketers, I feel like people in the advertising and marketing world, just, I think, understand human connection and I feel like are the best people for relationships.
1: It's psychology, it's human psychology. True, we, yeah. We are psychologists, right? <laughs> that's right. So, you know, you, you're learning psychology and you're learning how people think and their cognitive biases and, you know, the influence triggers that you can use to influence people to do get them to do what you want. You know, it could be in a good way or a bad way, right? And, right. you know, that's, that's your job as a marketer is to get people's attention and get them to do what you want, which is buy a product, or sign up for a newsletter, or download this free thing, or mm-hmm. install an app, or book a call, or something like that. And the better you get at that, the better you understand humans, and the better you can influence your team as a leader. The better you can influence your, you know, your your spouse, you know, as as a spouse and as as maybe a leader of the relationship. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a very important skill, and I believe that I personally believe that sales and marketing and persuasion.
0: Yeah,
1: are the fundamental skills that everybody should learn to eliminate any financial worries that they have. Right. Like I was talking to you about this. Like if you just know how to run Facebook ads, which you can learn in like a month, you can make 50, 60 grand a year. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Like that's just a simple technical job that you have to get some marketing, you have to understand marketing and sales and psychology. And you know, you're not going to get it in a month, that was an exaggeration. You have to spend a couple of years learning all of that. But if you have two years of experience and you've been doing it seriously, then yeah, you're probably making 50 or 60 grand a year. And you have people spending you know 150 grand on college to just make 40 or 50 grand, right? Or 60 grand, right? And have to spend like so many years of their lives. I'm not saying don't go to university, I'm not saying don't go to college. I think. University and college are a great place to make friends, lifelong friendships. Yeah, Um, You know, you can, you're going to learn some good stuff about that as well, but I'm just making the comparison of marketing and sales are one of the most or two of the most important skill sets that you can develop in life. They're going to help you financially. They're going to help you with your relationships. They might even help you with, you know, other stuff in your life, you know, that you're not going to realize right now. Mm -hmm. So, a lot of people that I see that are struggling with getting their business started or, you know, launching their products or getting some customers or going to the next level in in, in their income, like literally just learn how to sell, learn how to market, figure out these two pieces. You're going to be at least, at least six figures in income. Those are the fundamental skills to go to six figures a year.
0: Yeah. Dang. That's crazy. Yeah. You're so right, man. That's, that's so true. Cause you got to figure out if you can, you can figure out those basic things. I mean, you can, you'll, you'll never go. Like you said, you'll never worry about money ever again. Why do you, so why do you think it is that there's such a negative bias against like being a salesman or, or selling products or services or whatever? Why do you think there's so much negative surrounding that?
1: Because there's a lot of bad salespeople out there that have been taught the wrong things Mm. that have been taught either by somebody or just by their own mind that they have to lie to sell and because people when they go and buy a certain car or, or a certain thing or whatever and then they go and they find that the product doesn't match what the salesperson told them they are like you know all salespeople are crooks right and yeah. it's because there's a lot of crooked salespeople that will just lie to you about all these different things to get you to buy something right like that's, a, that's a fact right yeah but it doesn't mean that you have to lie to sell that doesn't mean that sales and marketing are inherently bad. It means that there are some nefarious actors that are not saying, or are, are not you know, using honesty in, in their marketing. And you can market honestly, you can sell honestly, you can feature the legitimate you know, benefits and features of, of your products or service and make sure that people are aware of them. And marketing and sales are just communication basically. You're just talking to somebody about their needs, Hey Josh, you want to start a podcast or you have a podcast? You want to go to the next level? What do you need? Okay. You need a a superior microphone, or I don't know, like you maybe you don't have a microphone, and you're like, oh, you have a micro, you need a microphone? Cool. These are the top five microphones out there in the marketplace. I prefer this one because of XYZ. These are the other options, but I really prefer this one. And I'm going to get to know your, your needs. Okay. I do these interviews via Zoom. I have my own. Uh, solo shows. I do sometimes videos for my marketing stuff. Okay, you have these needs. This is the best thing for you. I highly recommend this for X, Y, Z. Gonna be like, yeah. oh, awesome! Thanks, Al. That's sales. That's making a connection with somebody, communicating to them the features and benefits, and making them realize that it's true. You care about them. Yeah. Right. It's about making sure that the trust is established. You establish common ground, rapport, and you make sure that you they know that you care about them, okay? Mm -hmm. Because once you have that trust established, you can sell them anything, right? Like if your friend tells you, hey, this person is a great person to build your website, or I really think that this other person is great for you or whatever, you're gonna trust them because there's a level of of trust established. So you wanna position yourself in sales or marketing as their trusted friend. And you can't do that by lying, right? That's a short-term strategy that never works out long-term, right? Right.
0: Um, Yeah, it's, it's providing the value to people more so than trying to take anything. Kind of like you said in the beginning, right? It's really, a, it's a, I guess it's about your approach maybe, right? Would you say it's about just the way that individual, yeah. whoever that salesman in is kind of approaching the situation?
1: Absolutely. And there are companies that do it the wrong way. Like there is a lot of companies that you might be aware of that are more yeah. transactional in their connections with people. They're like, okay, just get the sale. Like, you know, just make sure yeah. that they close this week or this month or this year. But Jack Welch um, had had a famous uh, motto, which is, you want to be relational over transactional.
0: Mm.
1: Okay, don't pay attention to the immediate sale of, hey, I need to get somebody to buy this car from me right now. Mm. You want to make sure that you establish a really good relationship with them, so that in the long term, you are able to sell them on a lot other things, right? Wow. Uh, that's a winning strategy whether you sell them on that or not there will that's just a winning strategy for 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 getting for getting sales in the long term whether that's through referrals that's through selling that same same person or through establishing a network and referrals that would come to you to get sales wow and yeah. the book that I referred to earlier the go getter or the go giver mm-hmm. sorry go giver talks about that you know how to be relational relational and not transactional it talks about the go-getter right who's transactional mm-hmm. that's just going and getting things every single day and trying to extract as much value as possible from the marketplace. It's all about me. It's all about quote, win, win. Uh, but it's all about I win, you lose. Right. Uh, it's, it's not the way to sell stuff. If you're a salesperson, it's not the way to influence people. Right. Right. Your influence is capped by how much the other person believes that you care about them. Right.
0: Oh, dang. So yeah
1: the influence of your parents is super high because you know that they have your your best interests in their mind, right?
0: Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Huh? That's awesome. a good one. Yeah, you're right. Because yeah, your parents, you think your parents have your best interest and they don't want anything. Tra- I mean, at least the way I feel, my parents don't want anything like transactional from me. They're just in it for my my best outcome. So yeah, you super trust them and yeah, you're willing to almost do anything for them. But yeah, you're right. Some people that are just transactional. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's all about the way that the person perceives their interest about your success.
1: Yep. Wow. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. You want to show that you care. You want to show that you're in it for a long term. You are not. You want to show that you're not just desperate to make a sale this month because you need to pay rent or whatever. Right. You want to know that you don't need it, right? And it's another lesson, I guess, in relationships. I mean, I guess you're the expert here. If you're needing <laughs> If you need this sale you're not gonna get it right true right yeah so if you're needy you're never gonna get what you want like whatever you chase runs away from you the more you chase it mm-hmm. but if you are confident in who you are if you're confident in your value and you know that you're here just to provide value you're cool you're chill you want to help people um it's gonna you're gonna get what you want in the long term right yeah and, the thing I want to emphasize, and I believe this is one of the most repeated words of, of this interview, is the long term. Life is long, right? Yeah. Life is long. And the long term is 5, 10, 15 years. You're, you're not going to be doing something for a couple of years and you're just going to stop doing it. You know, if something actually works out, you're probably going to be doing it for 5, 10, 15, 20, 50 years. I don't know. Right. So always play, this is a quote from Naval Ravikant, who is a, an investor, um, angel investor you want to play long-term games with long-term people. Okay. So long-term games, meaning that you want to position yourself that you are winning in the long term, whether you're winning or or losing in the short term and with long-term people, people that actually care about the long-term, they're not in it just to make a couple bucks and and get out of it. right? Right. Make sure that that's who you surround yourself with and a really good book. I'm a, Again, I'm a big fan of reading. Yeah,
0: I know. I think I know what you're going to call off.
1: How to Fail at Everything and Still Succeed by Scott Adams, the creator of Dilbert. He's got some pretty good books, and I believe that's his best book. I've read a couple of them. Uh, That book teaches you to think in, not in goals, but in systems, systems thinking. So the question you ask yourself is, if I had five different projects I want to work on, the way I would pick the projects I would work on is if this project fails, will I still learn extra skills or develop my skills and will I develop relationships that will help me in the long term? right? Mm. So that's how you want to build your, your, that's how you want to select the things that you want to work on so that whatever you do, even if it fails, you're getting something out of it. You're building an asset, you're building a skill, you're building a connection, you're getting to know a few key people that might help you in the future in this industry that's how you want to select what you want to work on that's one of the keys of of that book it's really really good book
0: wow Uh,
1: so long term super important
0: okay always be thinking long there's a um i don't know if you read anything by simon Sinek, but the uh the infinite game like that so that's that's a good one too he just talks about like we all we all play these like we think life and all these different things are like finite games, right? Where there's like, there's a team identified, there's there's rules identified, there's a timeline identified, and there's like an, an objective identified and it's all laid out very clearly. But there's so many things like in business life relationships and things you do that are, they're infinite games. They're not finite at all. There's, there's no rules. There's no identified players. There's no identified opponents. There's no like time or anything associated to it. So like we do these things that are built on finite rules, for an infinite game and it's like, we're playing the wrong game. Like we should be playing with this infinite thought process in mind. And that I think comes into when we talk about the amount of uh, optimism, I think, and then the trough of sorrow, before you actually see success, we think of it as like, this is what's happening now. It's either got to work now or it'll never work. Whereas in reality, we're playing, we're playing this game of like 40 years. Where do you want to be in 40 years? Where do you want to be in 30 years, 20 years? You're, you're playing a long period a long stretch of something and it's not like it's not something that's just a 10year period or a you know one year period that you're trying to make it through it's it's a lot longer than that
1: yeah absolutely life like, unless you're 60 right <laughs> yeah right right exactly <laughs> unless you're like almost getting out of the marketplace um but if you're just getting started if you're in 20s 30s 40s i mean you have a long time to just so yeah. Like you still have a couple, three, four, five decades that you still want, that you still are gonna be in the workforce. And your the biggest success you're gonna get are gonna come from your network, from the relationships that you create, mm. from referrals that you get, from the people that you get to know, that you do, that you help them with something or they help you with something and you're in the same circle. And then a couple of years later, there's an opportunity and then you link up together and then something huge comes out of it. Like the business that I have right now with Ben, um, it's much bigger than my own agency that was before that. And it's much bigger than Ben's previous business, right? Yeah. And that only happened because I connected with a group of people in Facebook in 2014, 15. One of them referred me to Ben, right? And I'm not even in contact with those oh. group before, but that one of them referred me to Ben. And then that's how we kind of got connected in 2017. So, you know, that's that's how you want to structure your life, right? Like, yeah. whatever you're going to do, do it right. Do it 100% and play long term games with long term people.
0: That's cool. That's really really good advice. What would you say for somebody this we'll make this our, our last point and then we'll we'll uh, end it. But what would you what advice would you give to somebody that's trying to figure out like they they maybe they don't know, they don't have any experience, they don't know cuz the biggest thing I'm taking away from this is environment. Like your environment influences everything that you do and everything that you become. How would you help somebody that's that has never experienced changing their environment and doesn't know how to change their environment to grow to the point, right? To get surrounded by those people. What advice would you give somebody to, to be able to do that, to find those opportunities?
1: Got it. So the first thing is you want to set goals, right? Nothing happens Mm. without goals. You want to get very, very clear on what do you want? Because you can't just be like, Hey, I want to change my environment. If you don't have clarity on what you want, right? Right. Yeah what do you want to change right because people the, the biggest reason why people don't get what they want is because they don't know what they want and you always get what you want you always mm-hmm. get what you want whether, whatever whether you're winning or you're losing you're getting what you want right whether that's psychologically because you have some living beliefs or because you don't have a clearly defined goal if you are making huh. 100 grand this year or making 50 this year and you want to make 100 next year or 200 you know that you want to make more money right you might not make it the next year, but it might be two or three years later, but you're going to get there. You're on that path. So once you know what you want, right? Let's say it's to make more money, right? Yeah. Now you want to start taking small steps towards that. And the smallest step you can do is to Google. How do I make more money? Right? <laughs> like that's, yeah. that, that's the mind. basic. That, that's, the, that's the basic craziest thing that most people don't do, which is Google. Like Google is the greatest invention of all time. And that's the first thing you want to start off by doing like Google, get some information, get the right information, get the right knowledge. And I want to remind you or remind myself that a lot of times when I first learn about a different way of thinking, I'm like, that's not realistic. That's not for me. When I started learning about how to make more money and I read, think that, think, think grow rich, rich dad, poor dad, you know, finance. I'm like, is that realistic? I get all these objections in my head of like why that wouldn't work for me. And I'm like, that's for those other types of people. And whenever you get that type of frame of thinking, whenever you're you're falling to that, you want to realize that, hey, you're stretching yourself outside of your comfort zone. You're finding something that, um, that, 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 that you're not doing right now which is what you should be doing to get the results that you want. Because if you keep doing what you're doing, you're always going to get what you're, what you're always getting. Right. Yeah. So yeah. whenever you get new information and you're skeptical, drop a skepticism again, not every course is a scam, right? Like <laughs> buy the book, spend the 20 bucks, like 20, I, I've never seen a book that's a scam, right? Like invest yep. in your education and start with small steps. Right. And when you're starting with small steps, whether it's just, instead of watching, I don't know, the, the the Kardashians replay on YouTube or the Bachelors or a Super Bowl on, on YouTube. Start watching some personal development stuff on YouTube or start watching less TV, like small steps, right? Yeah. And build, build that momentum, build that momentum and dedicate time for this. And a really good hack for this is to wake up super early, like wake up just an hour or two uh, before your normal time because mm-hmm. everybody's gonna be still awake, still asleep, or half groggy. So nobody's gonna disturb you. Spend those first couple hours of the day working on yourself that's kind of a, a daily lifestyle hack to get yourself in the momentum. Once you have momentum, you're naturally going to have less time for BS and more time for things that are going to get you further. And once you have momentum, people are attracted to momentum. Yeah. Once you have momentum, the things are just going to quote manifest. I hate the I hate the word, but that's kind of how it happens. Things just come out of nowhere and you start meeting the right people and positioning yourself in the right networks. So it's not about thinking about, oh, hey, I know this. My uncle is a multimillionaire and, I'm, and I want to go network with him. And I'm going to be like, oh, hey, take me wherever you go. You know, you try, start being too friendly with them, but you really, maybe they're like left wing and you're right wing and you're like, oh no, I, I, I like Bernie. I, I like, yeah.
0: right?
1: like, don't do that. Don't go and look for it externally. Look for it internally. Improve yourself so that you have more value to provide to people and then they will naturally attract themselves to you. Okay. Uh,
0: okay. So, okay. Almost like self-study, self-improvement, like do the research, do the reading, figure out that yourself, and you'll attract more of the audience.
1: It starts with you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Never look for anybody else to give you a, a contact or a network. It starts with you. They will be attracted to you. If you work on yourself.
0: Dang. And you'll, you'll, you'll see this, like, you'll seize those opportunities, right? You'll kind of have the opportunities, will start finding you, and you'll recognize them.
1: Exactly, right. right? Like, you're doing marketing now, this is the best example of, this example I can give you is like, running traffic to a landing page that has like a 0.1 conversion rate, right? Yeah, it's the conversion rate, your, your spend on the marketing will be a lot more profitable, because it's attractive, people are attracted to it, they're, they're opting ah. in, like, 35%, or 30%. But if you're landing page is like zero point one percent. You can spend a billion dollars on ads, it's not gonna make you any money, right? Right. So work on yourself, work on the back end, work internally first, and then everything else will, will manifest. It gets a lot easier that way.
0: Okay. How do you think you get yourself around the environment of people when uh when you can or if you're looking for a mentor, how would you suggest somebody to find like that mentorship role in their life?
1: I've never had like a direct mentor that I told them that hey you are my mentor i've always mm-hmm. had that through either through working with a client or um you know partnered up with somebody on something or um working with some, somebody on a project that's who's, who's a, at a higher level than me that, mm-hmm. that's kind of how i got it and i also get it from books and from youtube videos and from um podcasts and listening to as an example masters of scale by reid hoffman he's a co-founder of LinkedIn, like LinkedIn is a huge business, multi-billion dollar business. I'm learning from him. He's my mentor for that hour long podcast where he's teaching me about how to scale and all these different strategies, mm. how to scale my business to the next level. That's your mentor for that hour. Right. right. And then, Let's say you're listening to, I don't know, a podcast, of just trash talking for, for an hour. That's, that's your mentor for that hour. That's going into your brain. So cut that out, right. Replace that with a healthier mentor. Yeah. Um, that's kind of how I approach mentors. I, I've okay. gotten my mentors indirectly and just by by working on myself, but mm-hmm. also again, leverage social media, right? Like contact people, um, you know, send slide into the DMs if people would still do that. Um, join <laughs> Facebook groups, join online communities, join maybe clubhouse rooms. Um, I would yeah. say I would put a lot less emphasis on networking and finding a mentor and a lot more emphasis on what can I do to make myself better more valuable today so that when i do spend that time on you know looking uh, you know going after other people it's a lot more efficient and effective because it's i easily get into circles because of the value that i provide instead of me trying to kind of slide in and mooch off of other people that's not the right term but trying to get in there with a very with a very unattractive offer basically gotcha
0: yep Yeah. So, okay. So I take that away. That's, that's pretty good. I mean, the biggest thing I hear here is finding that environment and not surrounding yourself with like the lower level, always kind of making yourself the smallest fish in the room and just give as much value as you can to the people that are bigger than you and keep putting yourself in those bigger rooms. Never, never become the biggest fish in that class. Or if you are, be the mentor almost for that class. Like you're, you're helping grow those smaller people and build, like pull them up you're not just comfortable and being stagnant there.
1: That's a great point. That's a great point. You want to also, you, you never just want to go after people that are bigger than you and kind of be a little bit more of a snob there. You mm-hmm. also want to help out people that are under you that are not achieving what you're achieving right now to get to the next level. If they ask for it, like as an example, I would never go to a friend and be like, Hey, you're broke. Like, Hey, here's how to make some more money. That's, that's, that's like going to somebody who's overweight and be like, Hey, you're, you're fat. Like here, here's a diet. Yeah. Like not, that's not the right way to do that. Right. But if right. they comes to you, right. You want to do that. And you don't want to say, Oh, they're under me. And they're going to affect me or whatever. That's the wrong way to think about it. You want to be a giver. You want to give, right. You want to give to people above you, under you at your level, just give to everybody. And then that naturally I believe in the laws of karma or however they work that yeah. naturally elevates you.
0: There's a interesting quote that comes to mind. Um, there's a guy uh, Eric Ho. He goes by uh, Master C Akashina now, but uh, he says the student when the student is ready, the master appears. And I think that is like probably one of the coolest quotes that I've ever heard because it's I think it's so powerful and so real. Just you have to get yourself to a point to where you're ready, and when you're ready, the the proper things in the universe, the universe starts putting that stuff like in place for you. And I mean, I could say that's that's personally true just with me and relationships and business and all this stuff, you know, like the relationships and stuff we've made. But um, I I just noticed it and I think it makes a big difference for everybody else too.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And you can hear the same message at different times of your life and it would resonate completely differently Mm -hmm. because you're ready for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like you're not, uh, what was it? I think I read think and grow rich, like when I was a kid, like way younger and rich dad, poor dad. And it just, it, I was like, kind of like you, it was like, ah oh, this is beyond me. You know, this is too much for me. And then I read it like a year ago and it just, it like slapped me across the face. And I was like, whoa, you know, just like life-changing information because I think I was at a place where I was actually like ready for it. Whereas back then I don't think I necessarily was. So I think there's an important lesson there in just letting go and allowing timing to take its own path it's all going to work out when it's when it's supposed to don't rush anything right
1: absolutely absolutely that's exactly right
0: crazy well hey thanks uh thanks for coming on to the show you gave a ton of great information i think everybody's going to walk away from this super valuable and, and be able to go back and listen to this episode um if if we can get you back on we'll talk but obviously like thanks for coming on to the show i want to give you my all uh, all heart gratitude there
1: you. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thank you guys for sticking around and listening. I, I appreciate your attention and your time. Thank you so yeah. much. Have a good day.
0: And if you guys want to reach out, Ala, what's the best way for anybody to get a hold of you if they want some advice or if they want to you know, run something past
1: you? Um, Facebook. Facebook's the best way. Just look up Alakasa, A-L-A-A-K-H-A-S-S-A. A S S A. I'm only on Facebook. I'm on, I'm on nowhere else. Sorry for. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Focus. <laughs>
0: So all the ladies out there, you're not going to find them on Instagram. You got to go to Facebook. (laughs) But other than that, hey, if you guys do have some stuff, you do want to hit up Ollie. You want to reach out and get some advice from him. He's uh, very well versed in the marketing and advertising sector, if you guys can't tell. Um, And other than that, thank you guys so much for listening to the show. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. As always, like, subscribe, share, leave a review on iTunes. And we'll see you guys in the next one. See ya. Hey guys, thanks for listening to that episode. I actually continue to record because Al and I, we got off the Zoom and then I I kept recording because I know a lot of great content and stuff comes up once the cameras go off. So I did continue to record that. I edited a little bit of it out. We we talked for like another half hour, 45 minutes, but I narrowed it down to about 10 minutes of really good stuff that we covered. So I just wanted to include that here as some bonus content for you. So thanks for sticking around. Here it is. Thank you. Thank you for
1: having me, Great opportunity. Appreciate it.
0: Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll have to shoot you the link. So I'll do most of the editing and stuff today. It'll be uploaded tonight and then, um, I'll shoot you the link and stuff when it goes live and give you, you know, some clips and stuff here and there, but dude, cool. Good show, man. I appreciate you coming on. It was, uh, it was good having you on a lot of good stuff. A lot of really Sounds good stuff.
1: Good. I'll post it on Facebook. I'll get my friends to listen to it. I, uh, still would listen to me talk for an hour. <laughs> well, yeah. To listen to it.
0: Are you most of your friends your age? or are you you like are they a lot older
1: No everybody's like 26 7 30 those are my friends I have like maybe okay. one friend that's my age but he, all of his friends are like 40 years old so
0: Is that the the millionaire guy the 2 million
1: Uh the two the guy is 26
0: Oh yeah okay I think that was a good story that you told like talking about how he got to a point where he was making a shit ton of money and now he's just comfortable and he stagnated yeah. and that describes a lot about like not surrounding yourself with the same group of people as you grow, grow your group.
1: Exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. You don't, again, you don't want to cut off people Right. And be like, Hey, you're making 500 grand a year. Screw you. I want to network <laughs> that are like 5 million a year. No, that's, that's not how you want to do it. But you want to naturally look to find people that are, that are higher than you. And you don't want to get comfortable. Like it's also a decision that you make with yourself. Cause some people are like, like personally, if I had 5 million bucks, I can yeah. invest it, kind of like my freedom number. I'm mm-hmm. gonna invest five million to make twenty grand a month passively, and that's kind of like, I don't have to work anymore, right? Right. So, for some people, they might just stop there, right? But you know, I know I'm never gonna stop working. I'm, I always have like ideas and things that I want to work on. So yeah. once you have that, once I have that twenty grand a month that's passive, then anything else over that five million, like the following millions, they're gonna go to other crazier projects like other ventures that I want to try out yeah. that are higher risk that I'm okay with losing because I, I, I never have to worry about money again because I have 20 grand a month, which I believe is enough to live off of personally, if, even if I get married or with kids or whatever, I can spend that without any regrets.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a good passive income number for sure.
1: That's what I was going to say is People, when people get to that level, some people are okay with having 5 million or 3 million and they stop there, but you have to make a decision with yourself that, Hey, no, it's not okay. I have to have 10. You have to remind yourself every single day. And that's where it goes back to goals. If you don't have a goal, like nothing else works. You have to write down, Hey, I am, I, my net worth is $10 million, not to $10 million dollars every single day. And that creates that tension of I'm telling myself my net worth is 10 million, but it's not, I got to make this work right now. Like it creates that stress inside of you that, hey, I have to make this work and right I have to go to the next level. So that's kind of how you kind of motivate yourself by having goals.
0: Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, because there's, you mentioned a few things that like Dan Locke talks about. I don't know if you know who he is, but he sure, talks yeah. about a few different things that you mentioned. And one of those is like, how do you deal with the, the fact that you're telling yourself you're rich, but you look at the bank account and you know you're not rich. So you're yeah. like, how do I get in this mindset of like, okay, I'm there or I'm going, cause, cause you attract what you are. Yeah. If you, if you tell yourself you're rich, you're going to become, you're going to, if you're wealthy, you're going to become wealthy. But if you're telling yourself you're poor, then you're, you're going to be poor. So like, how do you, how do you convince yourself that you are that thing when you're like, when you're not?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, I, a lot of people talk about this stuff and this is not like something that I took from one person. It's something that everybody takes from everybody and mm-hmm. it's, it, it's basic personal development stuff. That's, you know, the magic of thinking big, how to influence, influence people, thinking grow mm. rich, all the classic books, you know, John Maxwell, like these ideas are sprinkled around and everybody says it in their own way. So, you know, if Dan says it, or if I say it, or if Jason capital says it, like it's not the source, like almost everything that I say is. Gotcha. From somewhere else. Right. Yeah. doesn't mean it's not true, but you know, Nothing's ever original, right? So, that's true. uh, Yeah, there's a documentary called "Everything's a Remix," and shows you how everything that you think is like most most brilliant thing ever is kind of a lot of different pieces from different industries that that person sort of assimilated in their mind, and they they think they're creating something new, but it's just a lot of in other input from other human beings that they added a little bit to each idea that this becomes like a new idea. So that's just another tangent that I could go off.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Dang. Yeah. I mean, like if you ever want to get back on, I think it would be really good because I think we could just, we could continue talking kind of like on the same stuff. And you've got just a wealth of knowledge, especially it's crazy. You're like 23, but feel like you're like a peer of mine to the point where like we're on the same level. If not your past, you're, you're, you're kind of like the person I I say this thing where I say there's a point A version and then there's a point B version of yourself. And when you're doing this goal setting thing, you have to identify what that version B of you looks like. And then you have to see the differences and what do you have today? And what does that person have that's different? And you have to start like letting go and making space of the things that you have now so you can become those things that this person has. And like a lot of that comes into finding somebody that's where you want to get to and then just take their advice and run with it
1: yeah yeah exactly yeah, following advice blindly has helped me a lot in the beginning just like mm-hmm. switch off the thinking brain <laughs> yeah <laughs> kind of yeah just like he said do this okay let's do that and also trying to be a little bit creative with it but like not not having that resistance of like God oh, this doesn't make sense or or whatever um, you, 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 I've I've turned that off for a while and that served me for sure.
0: Yeah, I bet. That's, that's one of the things I think it's just hardest to do, but I'm, I'm at a point where I'm like, okay, fuck it. Like I'm 60 grand in the hole already. Like, let's make it 20, you know, 20 more. (laughs) Just, just add to it because whatever, like if you say shoot for the moon and duplicate 500 ads and add 500 a month or three grand a month or whatever. All right. You know, what, what he's, what I was telling me is going to work. So I just, I need to listen and I need to just do it, you know? So that's good. Good, good stuff, man. Hey, I'm not going to keep you anymore so you can get to sleep, but, uh, but I recorded, I still have this recording, so I'm going to add it in at the back end of the episode as some like bonus content.
1: (laughs) Oh, cool. Awesome. Cool. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, yeah, if people like this and you want to bring me on, I'm down, I'm game.
0: Okay. Sounds good, man. Well, you you and, uh, have a good night and, uh, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.
1: Sounds good. Have a great day.
0: All right. right. See ya. Hey guys, that's it. Thanks so much for sticking around to the very end. As always, make sure you like, subscribe, share this episode with anybody you think that would want to hear it, and make sure you go to iTunes and leave a review. Don't forget to head over to Ala's Facebook page, Ala Casa, and make sure you guys leave him a comment. Let him know you heard him on the podcast and you loved his content and you loved what he had to say, and we'll see you guys in the next one. See ya!